There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below-market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This is He Said, Ella Dijo with Eric Winter and Rosalind Sanchez. How are you guys? He Said, Ella Dijo. Mi gente, como están? You know, we have been keeping you laughing, apparently. <laughs> so we thought we should keep it coming and just, you know, continue that theme and bring on someone who does it for a living. Yes, comedian Martin Amini joins us today. He's selling out theaters all over the country and his new comedy special, I'm Transcending, is about his upbringing with immigrant parents, challenges of dual cultural influences in a divorced household. You know, I love comedians, huge fan of stand-ups. Can't wait to chat more. He's pretty awesome. He's dynamic. We saw the special. I was laughing out loud and we are so, so excited to have him. Thank you so much, Martin, for being with us. This is very, very exciting. We just saw the special. We were laughing so hard. As a fellow Latina, I, 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 I understand you. Uh. <laughs> It's pretty cool. I'm a big stand-up guy. I love um, stand-up comedy. I always have. I think the craft is so unique, um, and it takes like just cojones like to be able to stand up there <laughs> and just tell your story and make people laugh. As you were coming up in this in this space as a, as a comedian, and I've seen every special, I've seen behind the scenes, I've seen Chappelle's, I mean, I've seen everybody's journey. I, I just love comedy. Right. Yeah. What was that like for you? And did you have anybody that sort of helped shepherd you in this space? And the first time you went out there and risked it all, and what was that like for you? 
Well, the it, you know my my career in stand up has been very interesting. You know, this is my twelfth year doing stand up, and from you know I have a I have a cousin who actually has been a comedian for twenty years, and I've been able to watch him from a distance, and I've had mentors along the way. Um, Eric Griffin was the director of this uh, particular comedy special. And uh, for those who don't know, Eric Griffin is a very talented comedian. He was also on that show Workaholics on Comedy Central. And um, he has a lot of, you know, his his stand-up is, is, is amazing. So having someone like Eric Griffin um, be there and, and direct me and, and give me some guidance on that big day was, 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 you know, so valuable. And did you ever, I mean, even when you were starting, and I only asked this because like I went and saw a special that Bill Burr did. That wasn't a, a Netflix special. It was him literally going to a small venue to work out jokes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even working out jokes and Bill Burr, I'm just like, I was laughing at everything he's trying to work out. Mm-hmm. But when you, when you pick things that you're going to use in your sets, do you have a work session in some way? Or do you just sort of get the flow of what you think you want to go with and boom. And then maybe you make adjustments based on how the shows go on beyond that first one. Yeah, no, it's uh, a good question. Um, the way we work it out is, uh, you know, you have your set um, that you do on the road. And then um, for this particular special, these jokes were a lot of these jokes were written before COVID. And I wanted to kind of retire a lot of this material after 12 years. A lot of this was written when I was living with my parents. I was struggling before I got married. And, um, you know, I have a lot of new material since then. But these particular jokes, I just wanted to, to be able to live online somewhere, retire at a nice theater. Um, and so I don't have to do these jokes anymore. And uh, it was like the first chapter of my life slash career. Um, it was almost like an introduction to who I am. And um, now when you come see me on the road, uh, I have a completely different set. It's more about, you know, um, the next chapter of being married, being an adult, uh, finding success in the entertainment business and, um, you know, uh, and also navigating the entertainment life as, as a minority who comes from a working class background with immigrants. So it's a very unique story in the sense of like, you know, we have minorities in, in entertainment, but um, to be able to go to the next level and and, and also get married and, and and navigate, you know, Hollywood uh, as a comedian, um, that's kind of the, the more of the subject matter I talk about now. So what you see on the special is literally like when you when I say I'm transcending, it's like, you know, I got to this point and then. Now it's about the, you know, I shared the story about how we, how, how I started. And if you see towards the end, you know, I talk about paying taxes. I talk about getting a lawyer. Um, it's more about, you know, you can see the the beginning of where I'm, I'm headed uh, as an entertainer. Is your mom still burning through the cash though that you're sending her? No. She, she, is. You up? Uh, she is. She definitely is. <laughs> but it's okay. You know, she deserves yeah. it. You know, my mom. She's, uh, I love her to death. And um, it's an exciting chapter, you know, to just share this moment, not just with myself, because um, my family played a huge role in my career, you know, yeah. just just being there and supportive and never really giving me major pushback. Of course, you know, as immigrant parents, they were very scared to see their son going to open mics, performing in bars for 10 people late sure. at night. Um, not sure what the outcome was going to be. But, you know, after 11 years, um of being patient they fought their you know and see me finally make it big and, and and make money on touring um they deserve everything so you know um whatever i can do to make sure they have a good life moving forward that's 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 like my reward you know there's nothing better there's no better feeling than taking care of your parents you know and you always knew Agreed. martin you always knew this was going to be your path as a, as a little boy i'm very funny or i'm introverted but when i see an audience i light up like how was it you know, that's a great question, you know, and um, I never thought this was going to, you know, as a young kid, I'm, I grew up in uh, Silver Spring, Maryland, and there, you know, 
Dave Chappelle's from Silver Spring, Maryland, but as a young kid, I didn't know this was a real career. And I think a lot of people with immigrant parents, they're usually pushed to more safe, safer careers like doctor, lawyer, something with um, where where it's guaranteed, you know, stability. And I think I think sometimes we get pushback from our immigrant parents because they sacrifice so much to come to this country and for their kid to to gamble their life after they took so much sacrifice is is very hard for them to see them pursue a life of art, you know? And um, I, I didn't know stand-up was going to be my career until later, in, until my early 20s. Again, when I saw my, I have an older cousin who who made it, and um, that's when I realized, you know, oh, it, this is a, this could be a real thing. And um, fortunately, my, my mother and father both were on board. They They didn't, they always believed in me since I was a young kid. Whatever I did, I usually did a good job. Whatever I told them I was going to do, I was always a, even as a kid, I was a, a kid of my word. If I said I was going to do something, I always did it. And I think they, they, they trusted me and, and now it's paying off, you know, in my early thirties. So I'm, I'm just amazing. happy. That, do you yeah, have siblings? I have an older brother and, and a younger sister. I'm the middle child. Oh, so, you're the middle child. What do they yeah. do? My brother is a loan officer in Maryland and my younger sister right now, she's uh, she's figuring things out right now, you know. Okay. And so I think I'm in the middle. I'm I'm more of the, uh, you know, um, I don't want to say I'm the surprise, but like uh, it's just an exciting chapter for my family because we're it's happening so fast. My success that everyone is kind of like, wow, look, it, it, it actually ha I think they're kind of like I think they're caught off guard by the success, not because <laughs> they didn't think I was going to make it, but it's just kind of after 12 years, you know. You know, yeah. going from not being able to buy Christmas presents for anybody for 10 years, you know, because they and they knew that I didn't have any money. But now it's like, all right, like, what are you going to get us this year? <laughs> That's so funny. That's amazing. People don't realize the grind that is entertainment or Hollywood. You know Who, what I mean? Like all favorite? of a sudden you yeah. get a break and people think you just made it, but you've been grinding away grinding for years away. and yeah. years. And that people don't understand the, the early struggles to, to get to from that From the point. Latino comedians, which one would be like your favorite, you know? You know, that's a really good uh, question, Rasmus, because, again, I grew up, my mom is from Bolivia, and um, I grew up on the East Coast, and a lot of people in the entertainment business don't realize, you know, the, the cultural differences between East Coast and West Coast, because West Coast uh, is predominantly a lot of Mexicans, you know, the culture is very different, and East Coast, we are more, um, we, we, the Latino culture on the East Coast has a, you know, I grew up in the 90s, you know, I grew up on, like, Fulanito. Proyecto Uno, like we had like a, mm -hmm. we had a different vibe to our parties than the West Coast, you know. Claro. And when I moved to L.A., it was almost like a culture shock, you know, in regards to um, I didn't have a lot of Mexicans. We didn't have a lot of Mexicans growing up in my neighborhood. We were more more. Uh, it was more Central Americans, you know, um, the D Washington, D.C. area, El Salvador, Nicaragua, Honduras, Guatemala. And so um, obviously I love George Lopez was one of he's a pioneer. In, in, in the Latino comics, as far as, you know, watching him on HBO perform for that many people, um, talking about his, uh, his grandma, his, his, his struggle. It was, uh, it was universal. It was great to watch, uh, Latinos. But, um, for me, it was almost like, uh, I felt like watching Dave Chappelle as a young kid mm -hmm. had more of an impact because, um, just the way he talked, he talked with like the same slang that we used to talk in the neighborhood. He's like, what up, son? What up, son? And then we're like, oh, son, he talks just like us. You know, wow. Like, it was really cool to see someone uh, talk the way we used to talk in high school. And um, this is very young. This is 2001 when uh, Chappelle put Killing Me Softly 
Um, oh, one of my favorite specials. It was one of the favorites. And I remember as a young kid, I was maybe 12, 13 watching it. And, you know, my special, I'm Transcending, is in the same theater that he did it. Uh, the oh, Lincoln wow. Theater. Is oh, he, a, have you met awesome. him? Have you met him? Is he aware of you? I met him, have a picture with him once. Um, to me, that's like, he's like the biggest influence and impact. And, um, you know, when I'm around him, I get nervous because I'm like, this is the guy who, you know, to me has is the highest standard. But, you know, even with that said, I think like George Lopez did so much for the culture as far as, you know, the way he did it, talking about the family, the problems, just like uh, it was so relatable, you know, and um Most of my audience right now is Mexican. I, I, I really? travel the country. I, I'm currently in Salt Lake City. We did two shows in Salt Lake City last night. Um, we had 800 people. And uh, I've never been to Salt Lake City in my life. And for people to come and see me, two sold-out shows, wow. people drove from, Latinos drove from uh, Idaho five hours to wow. the show last night. And I'll be honest with you guys, man. I'm very tired right now. We did uh, two shows Friday in Las Vegas, two shows Saturday in Las Vegas. We flew to Salt Lake City. Um, yesterday, I did two shows last night in Salt Lake City. The last night's show, you know, they, they got a little bit of the tired version of me, but the my wife was with me. She's here next to me right now. And um, mm -hmm. she reminded me, like, she's like, sweetheart, this is what you wanted. Yeah. You got this is your dream. Mm -hmm. your, people are finally, you're selling out shows. People are now driving to see you. Don't forget that. And so all of a sudden, it's like my medicine. All my fatigue goes away. I start like, you're right, baby. People came to see me. They drove five hours. I got to give them a show. And um, we had a good time. And it's like, uh, whenever I feel tired, I always think about, you know, how long it took me to be here. And mm -hmm. uh, I always want to make sure I give the people the best performance they can possibly see. So I always That's remember amazing. that. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prinze Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me sharing memories, and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. 
Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great tasting all natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to symbiotica.com. That's C Y M B I O T I K A. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't get distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation I want to ask you something about cultural differences, you know, because you, um, and I'm sure you're experiencing this, you're doing all these shows and you get a mixture of all these different Latinos, Mexicanos, hey, Bolivianos, and you get, of course. and, and you know how, uh, as a person that has been in this industry for a long time, I'm from Puerto Rico. Um, and we're always thinking about how come nobody's cracking the Latino code, you know, in, in, in terms of, of uniting everybody because we're so right. similar yet so different, you know, as a comedian that you actually do not on TV that everybody's so far from you. You actually have this mixture of cult cultures right in front of your eyes. Of what, what do you think is that the missing link that we are not getting um, to be able to unite everybody and to support a hundred percent talking about TV because that's my, my experience. It's not standard sure. comedy, right? Like we come up with a Latino show where like, Five of the cast members are Latinos. And right. guess what? We don't show up. Nobody right. watches. We actually have right. African-Americans or white, or white Americans watch the show more than Latinos. Why, right. why do you think that is? Well, I think the, the question you asked is twofold. You, you said it, one, from a, a cultural standpoint, and then two, from a TV uh, film standpoint of viewership, right? Just two different things. I think just yeah. within our, first off, from our community, number one thing is respect. We need to have more respect for everyone's culture and the, the diversity within our own Latino community, right? That's number one. You know, like I said earlier, I, I'm a 90s baby. Like I grew up in the 90s where, you know, it was like, you know, East Coast is more Puerto Rican, Dominican driven. Also, we have a lot of Central Americans. And then you have Texas, Arizona, California. It's more Mexican. When I moved to California two years ago to Los Angeles, it was my first experience dealing with Mexicans in, in, a, in, a, in a very intimate way. And... As a comedian, if you want to have any t chance at this business performing, um, you have to learn about Mexicans. So <laughs> I just wrote I wrote jokes about Mexicans from a from an East Coast Latino perspective. Yes, I'm Latino, but I had to write it from a very like one of my first jokes I wrote in living in L.A. was um, I didn't know Mexican slang. Uh, I didn't learn it until I got a Mexican barber moving to L.A. As soon as I walked in, he just yelled at me. He was like, what's up, fool? And I'm like, sir, um, please respect me. My name is Martin Amini. I'm your customer. And he goes, no, 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 fool. That's how we talk in L.A. Like, what, fool is like how we say hi. And then so I wrote a joke about the, the slang fool. Mm -hmm. I didn't I never heard fool growing up. And so and then the next thing was um, firme. There's a joke. They, they say firme a lot in L.A. Like you're firme, you firme. And I didn't know what that meant. So I wrote jokes. So I use words from their like from their slang, their culture. And I, I acknowledge it how I didn't know. But then I make fun of it. And it, it's almost that's me showing respect to their culture. Like, you know. And it's important to acknowledge the difference of 
all the like the diversity and I, and I tell this you know Eric I don't know you know you've been married a long time you you're, you've been exposed to Latinos for a long time but a lot of people outside the culture don't know within our culture we're very prejudiced and racist sometimes within our own culture mm-hmm. and I, I acknowledge that on stage and a lot of that is the older generation our parents you know they come to this country with their own biases their own you know we have a lot of history of bias in our in our background but when you acknowledge it on stage and 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 you you kind of make fun of some of the older the things that from the older generation it kind of makes the our generation laugh and you're like you're right like it's stu- it's kind of stupid what our parents used to do but we're the new generation and it's like putting water on on a fire that that needs to be put out that's first thing we need to do is acknowledge some of the our background and our history so we can move forward as a as a new generation right yeah secondly when it comes to the hollywood tv and film media and viewership um we have to educate hollywood they don't know they don't know anything about it like they 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 like to take the money they like they like the um you know they they like the the you know the viewership they like the money but they don't know you know uh, one of my favorite shows on tv just got canceled this fool on hulu one of the yeah. best shows it got shows. canceled oh i didn't know it got canceled they did, yeah they didn't they're not getting a season three, and it's yeah. like it makes you think like man what do you got to do you know this is like this came from such a the point of view from Chris Estrada and the acting from Frankie Quiones is like, bro, like that was one of the best shows we had on TV. And, um, but again, I think one thing that uh, it's tough because it was an authentic story about, you know, the Mexican story from East LA and it wasn't done in a very uh, stereotypical, it was just very, um, it was very human. It wasn't like characters mm-hmm. or stereotypes or anything like that. It was more, you, they humanized the characters. And I think, That's one thing that we can do moving forward is like, yeah, share our stories, but make them more human. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the more human they are, it, it's, it, it's, it's, it transcends just one culture. It's universal. And that's another thing we need to do better is transcend. You know, I use the word transcend a lot is because, um, yeah, just because you grew up in one area doesn't mean it's not relatable to a, a, a 48-year-old who lives in Rhode, a white guy who lives in Rhode Island. That's the challenge that we have to do as a culture. Yes, it's, we have a beautiful culture. It's amazing. Latinos this, Latinos that. But in order to grow, and, and especially in this country, we have to be able to share our story in a way that's palatable to the other people, you know? you know. And I again, I was so lucky growing up where I grew up in Silver Spring. It wasn't just Latinos. We had... Um, We had a lot of West Africans, you know, we had East Africans, you know, Ethiopia, Nigeria, we had uh, South Koreans, Vietnamese. And when you're exposed to these cultures at a young age, you learn like, oh, okay, like we have a lot in common. And and I think that's why in the next 12 months, you're going to see my name a lot in, in, in touring and, and, and doing out big selling out big theaters is because I understand this, you know, um, you have to be able to to respect other cultures first and then you can make fun of them. Once you have their respect, you 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 then it's it's almost like giving you the green light. Minorities, we're very easygoing people. As long as you respect us first, then we can make jokes. So that's the key for a lot of uh, creators and talent to to first you got to always respect first, then you can uh, tell the story. That's that's number one. Amazing. No, it makes sense. It makes sense. And you know, it's funny because I I um I grew up in Los Angeles. I grew up in La Puente. So I I funny enough, I grew up around nothing but Mexican. Even it was a joke when Rosalind first met me. She was like, this guy is the whitest Mexican I've ever met. Like, that's all <laughs> I knew. A quinceañeras. I mean, I dated nothing but Latino women. Like, I knew the Mexican culture. I had no clue about Puerto Rican culture. Um, and I think what you you said, sort of, which is stuff that we try to tra- tackle on our end when we do production things, but people don't understand the differences of how 
the southern part of the U- southern and western part of the U.S. is so predominantly Mexican. And as mm-hmm. you get more to the East Coast Latinos, it's very diverse just amongst Latinos. And you've mentioned this before. There's a lot of prejudices and things that come up within the culture. And I think mm-hmm. as soon as you can, like you said, acknowledge, acknowledge it all, respect everybody within the culture, then you can start poking and having fun and exploiting the differences because the differences are great. They're actually really funny. They could be the same things within a culture that a Mexican and a Puerto Rican fully would not agree with or get along about mm-hmm. and could rip apart each other in a very fun way. And, right. and also in a universal way that other cultures would fully get. It's just getting right. that permission from everybody and that letting everybody accept it and be a part of it. African Americans do it incredibly well. African American comics, comics do it incredibly well. They can joke within their culture very well. They have the respect completely. Yeah, but it's one and culture they, though. <clears throat> African American is, is one culture. It's, that's one of the differences. Yeah. It's yeah. one culture. It's one culture. With us, it's tricky because maybe the Puerto Rican humor might be different from the Mexican humor. And and I agree with you, Martin, that if the story is universal and it's human, you know, it's about the human experience. But right. we are so caught up within our own patria, you know, that we right. have a hard time but even Asian, at laughing at something that it's actually very funny, but it, it doesn't represent me that I'm going to act like it's not funny. But you know, it's you know funny. What I mean? even it's, Asian it's, culture seems to be doing it probably better. Like they allow, Ronnie Chang has some very funny standups and he'll say things and like they can bounce off of different, because Asians are obviously all very different culturally as well, but they You're can right. easily make fun of each other. And it seems to roll right, off but the I, You know what? Quick. I think they even have it tougher in some in some degree in regards like they've been so deprived of 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 having their stories told. When a guy as talented as Ronnie Chang comes along, it's almost like you got to rally behind somebody. Yeah. Same thing with George Lopez in the '90s. We didn't have any like I didn't have anybody. I remember um, seeing Maz Brownie on HBO in the '90s, or an Omi Jalili on HBO. And being a young 10-year-old kid saying like, wow, this guy said he's Iranian like on TV in a, in a comedy. I'm like, you just pay attention just because that's how deprived and thirsty we are. When you just hear the words, you know, uh, I'm Iranian on TV or I'm, you know, it, 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 it's it's like you you have to, it's like our communities have no choice but to rally. And now it helps when Ronnie Chang is super talented and he's one of the best comics working. But these communities, we need, we need these stories told. We need... Um, mm-hmm. We don't have any representatives, you know, and so, uh, you know, it, it really helps when you have someone come along who's as talented as Ronnie, um, who was talented as, a, you know, and now we see the new generation transcend where it's almost like they don't have to talk about their culture because it's almost like the guys like George Lopez laid the groundwork for a lot of these new mm-hmm. generation uh, comics who they don't have to identify with the culture so much. But I'm in my 30s and I still come from that. We, I didn't have that. So I, for me, it's a big deal. It's not like if you're in your 20s, it might not be a big deal to you because it's normal. It's mm. uh, yeah, we're here. We're, you know, and my parents came to this country, but now I'm an American. You know, you don't associate with the struggle because it's, it was kind of a 90s thing, you know, a 90s thing where we were very deprived early 2000s. And, um, you know, that's why when I when I say, I, you know, uh, even though my Spanish isn't good, like I grew up watching novelas with my mom. I grew up watching Mari Mar with my mom. Contalia. Can I ask you how your parents met? So they met in Virginia. They met in a it's a very like romantic in a way. They met in a snowball fight. Uh, they were having a yeah, and, and uh, I think my mom threw a snowball at my dad in the snowball fight and they locked eyes. And later they found out they um they, their, their friends lived in the same apartment building and. Um, they were in college at the time and my mom was a part of a, you know, a, a Bolivian group of girls and my dad was a, a part of a Iranian group of guys. 
And I think one of the Iranian guys from his group was dating one of my mom's friends in the Bolivian group. And, you know, back then in the 80s, you know, house parties was big. So when the Bolivian girls and the Iranian guys would get together and they go to the house parties and dance, I think my my mom and my dad kind of like hooked up in that the, the little social circle. So to this day, I have uh, family friends who are also half Bolivian, half Iranian from that same group from oh, the wow. early oh 80s. Yeah. So, yeah. There, and there's a lot of um, Bolivians. and But we have the highest concentration of Bolivians in northern Virginia um, oh, in the country. And, um, you know, Iranians, we have sur- across the country, you know, obviously L.A., we have a huge concentration of Iranians. But in the D.C. area, there's also a lot of Iranians. And, um, yeah, where I'm from, a lot of people are mixed, man. It's a lot of from the 80s, man. They got down in the 80s. There's a lot of mixed people. <laughs> This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey, everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and we're reflecting on what matters most. I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tuda Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tuda shows wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's dot. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't get distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation you said something really interesting to me and so telling when you were talking about 
your parents and you growing up and I'm almost uncomfortable. I don't know if you want to talk about this, no, although, although you said it openly, you know, that, that your father had some issues with your mom and he was a bit abusive. And then um, it will be so painful to you to see your mom that way. But then it was so rewarding because your dad to overcompensate will buy you Jordans. Sure. And, of and you lived in this duality of like, I feel bad for my mom, but I'm actually taking advantage of the situation. And the, I can't even imagine that trauma and the confusion as a kid. And you said something that I thought it was funny, but so truthful when you said, this is my form of therapy. Sure. Like, this is how I can actually talk about my feelings and heal. Right. Do you think a, a, a lot of comedians that's a commonality in pain that they use humor to be able to basically control their emotions and their upbringing and to kind of like comp compartmentalize the pain. Well, I think that I think, I think you're, I agree with you in what you're saying. And I think a lot of comics do that, but that particular joke, again, I wanted to, you know, it's not that something I'm proud to, it's, it's more about sharing a human story, right? It's not about, uh, you know, in our culture, a lot of subject matter doesn't get shared. Um, and I think that's something that uh, that particular joke, you know, I wanted to highlight. Um, I think for a lot of men in our culture, we don't express a lot of feelings, especially the older generation. And I think um, I wanted to kind of take a step forward and be like, look, man, this is what happened. Uh, I'm an adult now. I'm able to process my feelings um, and uh, I'm, 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 I'm willing to have a, open the dialogue on on how a lot of us grew up and i think like we need to do something where as 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 men or adults to 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 grow you know and it's very hard to grow when you don't address some of the things that happened as a young that you saw as a young child you know and i think um that was one of my goals from that particular joke and um just in general like yeah if you want to you know you can make a case that comedians we have a lot of trauma and this is our way of therapy and it's true like it's very healing There's no bigger reward when you, you share a story like that and it's it resonates with a large group of people. And when they come to you after the show, it's like, thank you for sharing that story. Uh, you know, it, it, it you know, it, it, I resonated with it and I'm glad you shared it because uh, it makes people feel like they're not alone also, you know. And um, yeah, it's one of my goals is trying to bring people together as a community and have converse, conversations that are not necessarily easy to have. And if you could find a way to make uh, light of it, so it kind of gives you that release. You're like, oh, okay then um, I think that's a beautiful thing. Has your process as a comedian evolved um, over this past decade, the way you put together your jokes, the way you structure your shows? Um, I mean, I'm curious about that. And I, and I asked that because I, I watched recently this, um, this special on Netflix. I don't know if you saw this with Kevin Hart and Chris Rock. And it's about oh, them yeah. going on tour and the behind the scenes. And, and uh, Chris Rock has all these like note stickums, you know, sticky things everywhere of like all the jokes he might jump around yeah. to and the way he does it. And Kevin Hart's like, whoa, what the, I don't do anything like that. You know what I mean? Has right. your process evolved a lot or has it been the same since day one? You, you put the pen to paper, you put some jokes down you, 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 you know, fiddle with them, you mess with them a bit and you find out how you're going to structure your, your no, it's, a, it's a great question. It's a great question. Um, yeah, my process has changed a lot as a, as a, as a, As a new headliner traveling the country, I mean, one of the most important things is to make sure my jokes work across the country. Yeah. You know, what What maybe is funny in Washington, D.C. or New York or Boston, you know, might not be funny in uh, Tempe, Arizona. Yeah. It, might not, it might not be funny in Salt Lake City, you know, or Denver, Colorado. So I got to go to every city, try these jokes, share my stories, see what everyone enjoys, what's universal. Right. And then um, 
if maybe it's not as funny, maybe I'm like, oh, okay, they didn't like that one as much as DC. Let me go back and work on it and maybe get more personal, get shit, you know, um, dig deeper. Uh, I think what you'll see on my next special is digging deeper. I think this was a great introduction to uh, the community. Keep in mind, stand-up comedy is still very new for our community. Um, I don't want to say you have to water it down a little bit, but again, it's it's in a way where it's like, um, to this day, people come to my shows. Martin, this was my first comedy show. I've never been to a comedy show. Thank you so much. This was my first live experience. So you want to make sure that, uh, you know, it's palatable. Like people are able to digest it. It's not. And then I think once people get to know me and know my background, know my story, I can kind of dig deeper and get a little bit more advanced with some of the uh, the stories. And 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 because um, the live experience is is in, in stand up is a very new art form still, and it's still growing a lot. And um, I I actually own my own comedy club in Washington D.C. Uh, it's called Roommate Away. Um, it's where I live in Washington D.C. And so I, I'm able to go there uh, three t- nights a week and just practice my new jokes and get That's ready for awesome. the next door. Yeah. Wow. That's great. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? That's going to be my question. <laughs> yeah. What's next? What's like, your journey who? that you... Uh... Well, I think um, just, you know, sharing my point of view for the next few years on tour and then hopefully the goal, guys, is to um, kind of uh, transcribe this into, uh, you know, uh, into a script and, and, and turn these stories into uh, film or TV. And, um, but the goal right now is just to learn how to connect to the community on a higher level, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to achieve that with the first special, you know, show the community, if you work hard, you're able to, you know, get to a level where you could perform in a big theater like the Lincoln Theater, and, and now I'm on tour. But uh, once I get these stories tightened up, you know, maybe team up with a partner, like a writing partner, get a nice executive producer, we can um, put together a, a script that, touches on a lot of the subject matter that doesn't get talked about that we I talk about in my standup and, and put together an amazing show or film for, uh, for not just Latinos, but for everyone with the, you know, a background for who comes from a working class that, you know, wants to transcend. But you want to act, right? You want to, that's, that's, yeah, a I would love yours. to act. I would love that's to great. act. I want to direct, you know, um, this experience with the special taught me a lot about just, you know, how to capture it, you know, directing, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, yeah, whether you know I, I play a big role in 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 the sh- in the project or not, I would just I just want to see the the stories get told in in the mm-hmm. right way. You know, I want I want to see more authentic stories on TV, um, and I want to see real care. I want to see real characters. Um, you know, and I I, I think uh, it, I'm, it's really exciting to be a part of this new generation. You know, I feel like uh, I'm in my thirties, but I just feel like. Um, you know, I've just been around so much and uh, I feel like now they got this new this new wave of talent coming up, this TikTok generation where it makes me kind of like, OK, maybe I'm becoming like the old, like the older brother now. And uh, mm-hmm. I would love to I would love to help mentor the new talent and, you know, kind of show them which direction to go in um, for for storytelling. You That's know? amazing to, to That's finalize. Great. I want to talk about your beautiful wife. Um, how how long you've been married now? How many months? So we've been married since September. And okay. uh, so she's, she's actually, she's right here next to me. I love I her so see much. Her. Are you ready to pop up for a second? <laughs> yeah, she's, she's like, no. She's, gonna be, she's like, she just woke, we just woke up. Like, Hola. Hola, como Bien, so pretty. So how did you guys meet? And you're Latina from, from where? I don't I don't know if you said she's it from, in the special. My from, mother's from the Amazon of Bolivia and my father's from Pennsylvania. So I'm oh, half wow. So you're both Bolivian. That's amazing. Very cool. Both half Bolivians. Yeah. Two That's half Bolivians. great. That is great. That is yeah. a beautiful awesome. couple. <laughs> we wish you Thank both you the very best. Obviously, you're embarking on a whole new journey together. That's incredible. 
I love it, man. It's, I feel like we're on the honeymoon tour right now. Yeah. You know, after the marriage, we went straight to work. And, um, you know, without having a supportive partner like Charlene, uh, I wouldn't be able to accomplish anything I'm doing. So I'm very lucky to have her. And, um, yeah, it's an exciting chapter, man. And even like the relationships about marriage, that's another thing that I want to explore on stage and, and share mm-hmm. my story. Because, again, like, you know, uh, I think that's something that growing up, a lot of us didn't have role models or good examples of what a healthy relationship looks like, especially now in 2024 in this landscape, you know, with social media. So that's another topic I can't wait to explore and, and share with with my audience. And, um, yeah, there's so many stories to be told, you know, and I'm, I can't wait to do it. That's awesome. You're Just on your lo- way, lo- man. Look at your life, like finding a lot of success <clears throat> with your comedy, now married, happy, touring the world, changing lives, making people laugh. You live yeah. in the dream, and we're very proud of you. That's so yeah, awesome. That's awesome. Thank you, guys, man. Hopefully next time I can meet you in person, too. That'll For be sure. Great. You're in LA. We'll do yeah. it. Please. We would love Let's to see you on stage. That'll be great. Oh, man. I would love to have you guys. Yeah, there. yeah. You yes. have a show in LA. I'm de- we definitely want to come. 100%. 100%. No, we got to do it. May 7th at the Comedy Store. Netflix is a joke festival. Oh, I really? want you guys there. May, May 7th. 7th. May 7th. May 7th. Write it down. Put it, put put it on the I'm, calendar. Yes. Yeah, I will. Yes. And then may, we'll communicate with it. Make sure we get in touch. We can we can make this happen. We'll yes. go. I would love that. I would love that. Yeah, and you can meet my wife, Charlene. Yeah, we That's would love great. that. Thank you, guys. Right, Thank you. Have a best. great day, guys. You right, too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 That's great. I can't wait to go to the comedy oh, store. Oh, I want to go see him. Night. So nice. So huh? nice. So I'm so, so happy for him. I love, I yeah. love hearing, um, obviously we, we, we do this all the time with, with different people, uh, whether they're actors, comedians, but like hearing the, the origin story, yeah, the you know, success to get story, yeah. to where they are and, and 12, the passion. Year, 12 years in the making. Yeah. You the know? passion behind his storytelling and, uh, it's authentic. It's real. It's universal. I, I love it. Martin so. Amini. Check it out. Special on YouTube. And now we're going to be part of the Netflix is a joke tour, which is incredible. I know. I, love I know. It. So check it out on YouTube, Comedy Special. I am transcending. And then by we have, and then obviously joining I mean, the Netflix is a joke tour, which is huge. It's another yes. big jump in his career. I love it's, it. He is doing. He's rocking it. Good for him. Well, everybody, thank you for listening. If you have something you want to talk to us about? Send us. Uh, send it to our DMs at he said Ayadijo or email us at Eric and Roz at iheartradio.com. Till next time, love Bye. you. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to write us a review and tell us what you think. If you want to follow us on Instagram, check us out at he said Ayadijo or send us an email Eric and Ross at iheartradio.com. He said, Ella Dijo is part of iHeartRadio's My Cultura Podcast Network. See you next time. Bye. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.
Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day smart metabolic burn by brain md can kickstart your metabolism fight stubborn body fat especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease.